Hello, everyone, and welcome to Senpai HQ and to a really good podcast. I'm on your host, Mr. William D. Morgan. And tonight, guys, we're going to be doing a tribute to, to a guy who changed all our childhood. Even for me and my teen years, um, we're going to be doing a tribute to Mr. Jason David Frank. And I have a couple of good folks with me to help tonight to help me out. First, then we move on over to my best friend, my best friend, Joe, my best friend. Go be my best friend. <laughs> Joseph, what's going on? <laughs> oh, well, you know, this was supposed to be my week off. And like me too. some some uh dr- some things went down and I messaged the guys today. I was like, we gotta do a tribute show. We got to. Yes. Um got to JDF meant so much to so many people and i don't think i even realized how many people until you see the internet community and the tiktok community and facebook community and everybody has come together and like anybody who's anybody around our age is this hit hard um we got to bring in our other the 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 trio to this best friendship yes bring me in the the third to our thruple if you will (laughs) (laughs) you will uh, we are a tripod. You ever seen that movie? Was that girl next door? <laughs> tripod. Okay, I got it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, and see the thing with me though, because I didn't. Because when Power just came out, um, I was a teenager at that point. Teenager in my early twenties, and it's like it was amazing. But then they added Tommy. And the whole dynamic of the show just changed. I will, and I, I want to, we actually have a very special guest for this episode. Yes. Uh, if you've been following JDF late, recently in the last few years, he's been working on this project, The Legend of the White Dragon. Um, and I've been super excited. I've been following this since he started talking about it back in 2016, mm-hmm. um, because he said it was going to be the gritty Power Rangers that all of us kids wanted. Well, we have a man with us today. Eric Abram, who worked on Legend of the White Dragon and knew JDF personally, and we are very, very honored to have him with us today. Yes. How you doing, thank man? You for Thanks for being me. with us tonight. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. Eric, you know, when we were doing the intro, I was actually thinking, uh, when we we this is the second reincarnation of the show, and when we originally did it, I emailed JDF to try and get him on this show to talk about Legend really? of the White Dragon. <laughs> And time permitting, I bet he would have done it. Yeah, I, I, it was literally as y'all were filming, and mm-hmm. I was, yeah. uh, I was actually thinking about. I was like, has anything happened with Legend of Ride Dragon? I should reach back out to him. Yeah. Um, and it was in the middle of COVID, and he was doing his COVID conventions and his. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and comments. shout out to him on that because he could have canceled all of that. He could have oh, yeah. canceled he all of that, but he still did alive during COVID because he was doing special meet and greets. So mm-hmm. comic book stores mm-hmm. could stay open. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They, he would he would yep. uh wait till the last person in line got their signature and picture. You know, he would uh he really cared about everybody. He didn't he he didn't take it for granted. I'll nope. say that, you know, nope. he he definitely loved everybody and loved what he did and what he inspired in everybody. He was he was he was a good teacher and mentor, you know, he was a hero. He's a hero. Um, Eric, I gotta ask, like, um, 
because you see all the stuff that was on TikTok with him and he was on Facebook and he was always doing things. And like, I was surprised mm -hmm. I was talking to my brother today and, and he didn't even realize he was still active. And I was like, how do you not realize? And then I talked to him. He doesn't even realize that Power Rangers is still around. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, he was doing cons and me and Will are huge wrestling fans. And mm -hmm. the way that this has hit the wrestling community um has been yeah. really really surprising because a lot of those guys do cons too they knew mm -hmm. him from those cons mm -hmm. and jdf in his earlier days was involved in wwe a little bit yep um and also the mma the martial arts like that's a very yeah he had uh, it was like seven or eight fights in mma right so yeah it was something like that between 2008 and 2010 and then yeah. i'm a houston kid as well grew up born and raised in houston and um what he's done for that city and bringing his martial arts dojo there and um, sure yeah all the people that he's taught and brought yeah. up and you know lifted up you know it's, uh he, he really was a good person that's what I was going to ask is like, what, what was it like knowing him on a friendship level? He, he really was just a kind, warm person. He was, uh, he was very uh, kind to every single person on the, on the cast and crew, you know, he made them feel like they were a part of it, you know, and like he had inside jokes with everybody, you know, like uh, he, he was a set troll like he he was a troll dude he was constantly making jokes or like um he would flub a line just to get a laugh you know he he was it, it seemed like he genuinely loved what he did you know and he made everybody feel like they were a part of it with him you know um very honored to have been a part of it with him uh I, yeah and he was really when you look at him and everything he did, he was truly a Rangers ambassador. When you oh, look at him yeah. for everything that he did, yeah. he was just like right there. They, they, it's like I've never seen anybody be that dedicated to just that in their life, and that's exactly yeah. what he was. They say it in the show, like they call him that in the show, but it's true in real life too. He really yeah. was the greatest ranger ever. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm -hmm. he he put that he put that franchise on his back. Yeah. And really carried carried oh yeah. When he came back the first time, I think what it was 2011, 2011 when he came into yeah. Wild Force or whatever, mm -hmm. that revitalized yep. it. And yep. I tell you, I cried today because I watched his last appearance when he redid when he came back as White Ranger. And I already said in the okay, beginning, like say? White Ranger was okay, was say, my man? guy. Like okay, what y'all say? Dragon Zord was awesome. Okay, it was amazing. Say. And that that was the thing. They brought back Dragon Zord and that yep. or Falcon yep. Zord. And Falcon Zord too. Yep. And I just like he And he also dispelled the myth because you were i don't know if you guys remember in the early days the rangers weren't fighting at night they were doing all the stuff during the day they didn't start fighting at night till he got there as the white ranger that's mm -hmm. true he just he had such such a kind soul um he really did he really and the did. other thing i loved about jdf is he was a, a huge christian and a really big yep. believer but yeah, you, he had a big uh, tattoo on his arm. And then um, when he was fighting, yeah, Jesus Didn't Tap was his uh, uh, team. Jesus Didn't Tap. Yeah, know. it was his team. Um, and 
I just, I'm not, but I respected him so much because never once in following him or seeing his content or anything like that, did I ever feel unaccepted. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, he didn't, he didn't look down on anybody or make anybody feel unaccepted. You know, uh, he didn't judge anybody for what they did or did not believe in. You know, I'm not much of a Christian or religious person at all, but that didn't matter to him, you know, but I also, I also have enough respect to, you know, like that's his choice and that's his thing. And, you know, like doesn't make him any less of a person to me, you know? Exactly. Yeah. He was, he was really, uh, he embodied all of those values, you know, those Christian values and, you know, the values of power Rangers, you know, like he really, really did want to do good. You know, I felt like the Power Rangers more than anything. And one of my favorite words to throw around and they really did is they had a theme of coexisting. Everybody mm-hmm. coexisted. You look yep. at especially the original Power Rangers mm-hmm. very for the time, very mixed. You mm-hmm. had the yep. Asian guy. You had the black guy. You mm-hmm. had the mixed guy. Like rest in peace, Trini. Trini. Male and female both on the team. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and it was that's kind of what power Rangers has always stood for. And you mm-hmm. look at almost every team, they've all been very diversified. And, mm-hmm. um, and he, as we said, he just, he took the franchise of power Rangers and put mm-hmm. it on his back for 20 years. And Dr. Tommy Oliver, I don't know if the show can continue knowing he can never come back. Go back to like, the episode when he, when he portrayed all the Rangers he played. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Well, you got to figure he's been green, been green, white, white, white red, red, black, black. I think the only one he wasn't was pink and yellow, which are usually reserved for girls. Yeah, pink, right. normally. Right. But uh, except, you know, except, if, if they had another iteration of the show, they, I bet they could have figured that out. Oh, yeah. For, uh, <laughs> except for the original and I think in space, because in space there were two dudes. Yes. yes. The original um, dude and, his, and Power Rangers space dude. Yep. But um, yeah. So changing topics a little bit, um, Eric, I want to know, like, Legend of the White Dragon has been <laughs> ready to go for a while, as far as I know. What's holding well, it up at this point? And like, are we now? It's really sad that JDF because the success success he wanted from the movie, he's definitely gonna get now. Like, yeah, and you know, like honestly, I think that would have happened even if he. Yeah. did survive you know i think we we really did put a lot of hard work into that movie and um just the trailers and the clips i've seen yeah, the trailer was awesome oh thank you thank you um what i can tell you is that it will be coming out um we did finish filming uh we got all of his parts um we cool. finished filming pickups for it in i don't know it was about a year ago um like october or november last year um it's really just in the editing phase and most importantly the vfx phase because there is Mm -hmm. a lot of visual effects oh yeah yeah like over a thousand visual effects elements going on in this movie so that's what's holding it up um i know that they were planning on coming out with it in march 2023 last time i spoke with them uh they did a big they did a big showing of scenes at uh power morphicon Mm -hmm. i saw that that that's what i Mm-hmm. That's a lot of what and, I saw, um, and I I had seen the trailer and everything, and like 
I wanted to be a part of the Kickstarter so bad, but I just didn't have the money at the time. Um, yeah. And I, it just, it, it does. It looks like the Power Rangers we wanted the Power Rangers to be mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah. And you it's, knew. Yeah, it's it's a darker, more mature version. Um, definitely deal with a lot of, you know, adult themes and things like that. You know, there's... yes. There's guns and there's death and you know there's there's a lot of lot of things going on that wouldn't play in Power Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. But it still has that same spirit. Um, there's a lot of a lot <laughs> of fighting. Um, we filmed for 40 days, and I would say probably a good like 25 to 30 of them were just like fight scene days and like action stuff. Like that's wow. so oh, that's so wow. JDF though. That's yeah. so that's him. Like mm-hmm. he yep he was so proud of his martial arts skill and why he should very well should have been like one yeah. of I mean uh, Dude. like I think he's, he's something like. In his in his discipline, like it's judo or taekwondo. I'm, I'm, oh, taekwondo. A few different things. Muay Thai. Yeah. Mu, I, Muay Thai is the one. He's like mm-hmm. one of the best in the country. Yep. At Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he utilized Muay Thai in a lot of the the fighting in the movie, from what I remember. Yeah, because a lot Muay, of different things going well, on. Well, because you can pull and make it look real, but still not hurt people with Muay Thai. I yeah, have heard. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah um i'm just thinking about all of uh all the stuff we did we did a lot of fight scenes and stuff so i would the, i would say that the fans are in for a, a fun movie you know it's it's going to be hard to watch knowing that he's gone yeah. but you know it, it it will be a testament to his legacy i, I believe you know uh, he worked really hard on it with what was your what was your greatest memory in filming it with him? <laughs> well, I was just telling this story to uh, to a friend. Um, there's a scene in the movie. I won't spoil it, but um, it's him and his uh, partners. They're all suited up. And so they got helmets on. And they're trying to infiltrate a building. And so we're getting all these tiny little shots of them, like, going around corners and that kind of stuff. But we weren't recording audio and because there wasn't any need it was going to have like music and sound effects laid underneath and um so the whole time we're filming that stuff i don't even know how he got it in his head but he was basically just screaming roast beef roast beef roast beef just like out loud like while we were filming every shot and i'm like dying laughing holding the camera trying to keep it straight and like you know i it didn't make any sense, but I was I was just laughing hysterically, and you know that's kind of the stuff that he did every single day. You know, was just making jokes and just trying to have fun. You know, and I know that when I watch the movie and I see the shot, I'm gonna hear that in my head. You know, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be impossible to forget. Roast beef? No, yeah, now, now I'm gonna try. And now I'm gonna be scene. curious. I'm gonna try, and he's gonna have a helmet on, so I'm not gonna be able to see lips. But I'm yeah, gonna try yeah, exactly. and see. Yeah, you won't see his mouth moving. You won't hear <laughs> the actual audio. But I'm gonna see it. if I can tell if it's okay. This looks like a lot of corners. I bet this is the scene. I bet he's screaming <laughs> roast right beef here. in his helmet. See right here. Yeah. This is it. This is it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah. I, but he's gonna be missed, man. He's gonna be missed. He really is. Everybody. Well, and I wanted, I, 
I was actually waiting for Seven to come back in and wanted to kind of take the turn and talk about mental health because JDF was a huge proponent of mental health and taking care mm-hmm. of yourself and taking care of and take care yeah. of family too. Taking care of family and checking in on people and telling people you love them and yep. Yep. I tell these guys all the time I love them because I do. And like um you never know like when someone's gonna not be there for you to tell them yep um that you care and that they make your life better and um even though we lost him in a very sad way and it 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 sucks that his I'm, i'm trying to say this in the best way i can his demons won that battle yeah but um i fully believe that every Rangers fan from that era now has a guardian angel on their shoulder. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's as, as the one on this channel that t- talks the most about that's why life, I waited for um, you. <laughs> no, and I, I figured that's what it was. That's why I, I made sure I was here. Cause I knew you were going to team me up on this. Um, you know, for me, it, it's difficult because this is a, for me, this is another, this is another person that I look up to that unfortunately lost their battle with depression, you know, as, as somebody who is uh, a a comedian and love of comedy. When, when I learned that Robin Williams took his own life, like that, that that ripped me up. Um, Exact same feeling. uh, When, when Chester from Lincoln park, Exactly. That I, I remember I had just gotten started in the insurance industry and I was, I was sitting in a training class when I read it and I spent, I, I completely, I couldn't tell you what we learned that day because I spent the rest of class just looking for any hope that that was wrong. Yep. And then yep. I think about the more, you know, the, the other morning when I, when I saw that the, the, the JDF had passed, I remember just researching and just praying for any sign. Give me a tweet from him, yep. something yep. that gives That's me exactly hope. Exactly what I did too. And for like two hours, I, I was just yeah. scouring just something because mm-hmm. mental health and especially the mental health of our celebrities is something that is so unfortunately completely disregarded. You know, and, and I'm going to use a recent example of an event to kind of tie this together and explain my point about how bad people can be and our impact as fans on the people that we, that we watch that entertain us. Um, last night in Philadelphia, Ben Simmons, a basketball player for the oh, Philadelphia uh, that uh, plays for the Brooklyn Nets um, mm-hmm. had previously paid for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and left Philadelphia in a very tumultuous situation. And, and a lot of it tied to his mental health and mental health issues that he was having in the NBA playoffs two years ago. Mm-hmm. Last night, he returns to Philadelphia and you have a 21,000 seat arena that's sold out and they are booing him, not just when he was introduced, but every time he touched the ball, it didn't matter what he was doing. You could hear the boos coming through the microphones and the TV. A man that's actually willing to be open about his mental health and the crowd completely just disrespects him. Mr. Softy t-shirts yeah. in the crowd. This is this is the impact that we have as people because and when, this when is somebody, why mental health isn't taken seriously in this country. It, Exactly. 70% of all suicides are male. Back up. Back. I want to change that. This is why suicide by mental health for males. 
Women yes. get women get more of a pass in that than we do because the way we were the way a guy's oh yeah viewpoint is to be we have to be the strongest. We have to be the rub some dirt on we, it. You know, we have to put we have to put we have to be that rock. We can't mm-hmm. cry. We can't get upset. We have to be that rock constantly. Whereas we have issues and things we go through as males too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and this is and this is exactly then that's exactly my point. You know, there there is there is so much that is completely ignored about mental health in, in, in today's society. And with all of the progress that we have made in referencing changes and advances in our society and how we look at things because of the mental health of these individuals. How is it that mental health as a whole is still lost mm-hmm. on our country? Mm-hmm. How is how is our society not taking steps to listen and help and grow as a society with this issue? Because we shouldn't be looking at somebody that, that, that makes as much of an amazing impact on the world as somebody like Jason David Frank, Robin Williams, Chester Bennington. Mm-hmm. We should, we should be doing more when it comes to mental health. And I understand as somebody who's battled with suicide and I talk about it, for those of you that are interested, you go on to Spotify, you search the the phrase 30 reasons to live, the number 30 followed by reasons to live. It's a series that I created, did everything by myself with um, my reflections on life since I was suicidal and reasons that I'm glad I'm here. If you're struggling, you know, somebody that is, please look up that podcast. I created that, that series. I I created it for you. These, these guys know, January, I was in the mental hospital. I checked myself into a mental hospital for a week and it saved my life. Not only it made me realize that I'm non-gender trans and that I had been putting on this entire mask for all these people. And it was literally slowly killing me. Well, good on you for um, taking that leap. You know, I mean, that, that had been scary. It's tough. It's tough. And this year has not been an easy year. I'm going through. The next thing I want to bring up is what divorce can do to the mind. Because I know mm-hmm. JDF was going through it. I heard a report today that he had gotten into a wife or a fight with his ex-wife right before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what, because I'm going through it. I've been separated from my ex for almost. Been there, done that. Almost nine months, ten and months. I haven't so. been married, but I'm still going through a breakup with an ex. And, and, know, the, and especially, in how summer, long, Eric? You know? How long y'all been uh, together? I was with her for close, close to four years. It would be See, four years like today. And that, even though there's no marriage there, that is a divorce. Yeah. That is yeah. a divorce because divorce. your lives are so intertwined at that point. You are emotionally mm-hmm. invested. Even if you're not yeah. living together, your lives are still so intertwined. You know each mm-hmm. other's family. You know each other's friends. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. yep. it, the the emotional toll that can take on a, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. usually refer to myself with this, but on a man is, it's not recognized. It's recognized mm-hmm. for the woman. It's recognized that it's hard on them, but like I've been apart from my kid for nine months because I'm living live in Ohio because it's the only place I can afford a place. And this is the first time I've seen her since July. Damn. And it, it, it's rough. It's, it's rough. really rough. Will, Will, I know, has been through a divorce. He's got mm-hmm. three kids with his ex. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, it, it's the mind and the mind fuck it plays on you. And it, 
makes you really yeah. just feel like you're a failure. Mm -hmm. Like nothing you did was good enough. And with, for a person with mental health, like me, like JDF, like seven, like, well, all of us that have just these issues, mm -hmm. it can sink you into these deep depressions and it's hard. It's tough for you to go to look pull out by yourself. It's tough for you to go look in the mirror when you go through that stuff, particularly in the early stages and see your star player in the mirror. What yeah. you see is a failure in the mirror. Yeah. But to get over that, to, but to get over that, which can be done, I'm living proof. Josie's living proof. Seven's living proof. Mm. You got to know who you are and you got to know what you stand for. And you got to know you got a purpose in life. And once you know those things, you can get past it. Now, his demons got the best of him. But I would have loved to talk to him because I would have told him, bro, you can do this. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some time. Well, and yeah, I think part of it, can. I think part of the problem in his case was that, you know, not a whole lot of people knew. Like, you know, he was, he put on such a, such a strong a face, such a strong, such a strong face, you know, every yeah. once in a while, every like this. very once in a while, he would drop a post. Or tweet or a TikTok that yeah. would kind of lean to it, just not even necessarily like him confessing his struggles, but you he would be talking about like, don't give up, don't, and you could tell like he's living right. it. Right. I saw one talking about his mom. Oh, just like that got me. That got me. Yep. He lost her recently, right? Because I feel yeah. like I remember mm -hmm. that one. I remember. Yeah. That he's had a lot of loss in his life. Mm. A lot of loss, a lot of tragic loss. Well, and I know him and Trini were really close on the show. I know that was a tough one for him. He's talked mm -hmm. about that several times. Well, he lost um, his brother. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, his yeah, younger yeah. brother. You know, yeah, his younger brother. Uh Eric, I think his name was. Yep. Eric. Um, you know, and he also uh lost a stepdaughter last year. Mm. Um you know, he, he's had a lot of loss in his life or had a lot of loss in his life. And I think it was, if I had to speculate, I, I mean, God only knows what was going through his mind, but I imagine it was all of those things piled up on top of the divorce that just broke his back, you know, but we really, he's the only one that will ever know that. Yep. So. Um. All right. Now we've talked about all the sad and, everything like that so turn it back to some happy your favorite jdf memory whether it be from power rangers whether it be eric in your case whether it be something from shooting um i, mean, I definitely have a lot i mean um the the movie was definitely my longest experience with did him did you know him before uh, that I had worked with him twice before that. Um, the first time was with uh, when he played Bloodshot in the Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. Mm -hmm. uh, at that time, because I've been affiliated with Bat and the Sun on their various projects since like 2013, 2014. Oh, Bat and the Sun. So, yeah. And, um, you know, they got, they pitched the the show to valiant and you know we shot this whole show that they i think they eventually edited into like a, a movie like a one long form thing but um he was uh he was really incredible to work with like because that he he 
did the job so well, like, you know, all the martial arts and like he knew, knew where the camera was and he knew where his light was and where his marks were. And like, you know, he sat in the chair getting basically full body makeup done. Like, you know, he painted all of his skin like gray, like it was you know, death. And um, so he got basically a full torso worth of makeup going on here and he didn't complain once you know he was never that diva he was always like down to do it you know like so uh, that's when i first had respect for him as like a, a human person you know like because he was he's this like unattainable untouchable like entity on you know television or whatever but like when you actually see him doing it it's like wow you know it's like uh he he lived up to the hype you know and um then we filmed the uh fundraiser film for legend of the white dragon and you know he was just as great in that too you know and it was that 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 was that was so good like that little just <laughs> five minute clip was it got mm. me so sold into that movie that I've literally yeah. followed it for eight years waiting for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, we, we were supposed to make it in 2020, but yes, we know what happened there. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it <coughs> almost didn't happen too, which, um, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm really grateful that it did. Cause, um, we, we posted a fundraiser and we didn't hit the goal and, I don't know if it was him or Aaron or combination of a few people, but they decided to do it again, you know, do the fundraiser again. And we ended up hitting our goal and, um, you know, it's, I'm very grateful that we could make that because, um, yeah, it, I know he would have been proud. I know he'd be proud. Did, did he get to see a final cut? I don't know that there is one. Uh, I'm sure that he's seen a lot of it. I mean, him and Aaron, the director. Um, I know they he was were very, very involved in like every part of it. Yeah. They, he's pretty much involved he's, in everything he touched, though. Yeah. So I'm sure that he's seen Most a lot it. more than you, you and I have. Like, I've only <laughs> seen what they showed at Power Morphicon. So call that six minutes seven minutes worth of the movie like i was there for every single day of it i saw it you know one shot at a time but i haven't seen it all put together you know so yeah it's a little different when you get everything organized in the way it's supposed to be versus what you guys see right. when you're shooting oh yeah oh yeah because yeah we um, shot all sorts of stuff out of order and yeah so um i'm very anxious and excited to see it i was before all of this but especially now my you know. favorite moment of his um, was when he first um, revealed himself to be the White Ranger. Uh, my favorite moment. I will never forget the episode in which they reveal him. The Green Ranger's been defeated and all that. I will never forget the episodes of, like, the White Ranger episodes. And yes. the revealing of that. And then mm -hmm. the, the flute. And then I will never forget the, the movies. Um, mm -hmm. the Power Ranger movies, I still watch those at least once a year, by the way. I watch uh, the original and I watch Turbo. Um, and it, that original never, movie was so far ahead of its time. Oh, so it far really ahead was. Because if you go back and look at this, if you go back and look at it, it, it really was. It really was. 
did not I don't think anybody really got to appreciate that movie. It was definitely one of those that just aged really well. And the mm -hmm. more you sat on it and thought about it, the more you were like, that was actually really, really good. Especially when you consider the technical limitations for effects and the budget that they had at that point for that movie. Sure. Because sure. they had money, but they didn't have money. They money. didn't have like money, money. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just like the show. They still had some stuff they had to work around. But it was still very well done and, and worth being a feature film. And, you know, we, we had similar struggles in that regard with White Dragon. I mean, we, we had a budget, but, you know, $1.2 million doesn't go very far when you are spending it on big sets and, you know, all these different things. Right. So, like, you know, we it, I'm very proud of what we did with that money because in filmmaking terms, that's a drop in the bucket right you know because and the, like we we did the fundraiser and then we ended up finding an outside investor christopher j he came in and um matched or essentially matched the budget because he, he was he's a fan too like he's a huge power rangers fan and you know it was like he wanted to be a part of that and um very grateful for him to have jumped in and because it without him the movie wouldn't be what it is you know, and I think it's going to be great. So not to change subjects, but I went and looked, Eric, because I wanted to know. So his professional fighting record, amateur and pro, the man passed 5-0. and oh. I buy that. <laughs> his I one professional fight was a Texas cage fight against Jose Vasquez. I think it's UFC now. Yeah. Or was mm -hmm. at one point. Um, this was in 2010. And that was a win by submission, rear naked choke. So, so, so here's here's the ultimate debate because there was one thing that JDF wanted that never came to pass that I really wish would have happened. I know you about and to that say is, it. That is JDF versus CM Punk Game in Punk. an MMA match. Yeah, Who no. are you taking in that match? JDF all day long. All day long. All day long. Five Same. and zero versus zero and five. All day long, man. <laughs> all day long, man. I'll tell you why. And. You know, one of and the thing is, is they were actually really close friends, really good friends, right? Because they were both big comic book nerds. Sure. CM Puck has written some comic book nerd comic books, and mm -hmm. but I mean, I've seen his fighting skills in person. I know that dude can fight. But um, I don't know if you guys follow uh, Bat in the Sun, their Instagram. Um, yes, but Aaron did a live video um, a couple nights ago. And he made reference to uh, his forearms because there was a point in the movie uh, Aaron like touched his forearms, um, and he was like, "Dude, those are like concrete!" And I swear to God, they were like, like you could you could break concrete with and his forearms. They were every time he burned. did the every time he did the Power Rangers move, like I all I saw. And again, I, I'm Pan. I thought that man that man was yummy. He was yum me. <laughs> I have to say it. I haven't said it all night. He yeah, was, I, <laughs> I ultimately think it's JDF's fault. Women have unrealistic expectations about muscle because he was the hot guy of that younger age, right? And so it was Tommy that these girls saw first because you know, yeah, they were checking out Treaty and Kimberly, but you see that big those those big iron muscles reaching out right there. That's gonna distract anybody. I was mad because I wanted Kimberly for myself. Oh man, um, I, I think yeah, Kimberly was real most, deal, you know, yeah, like he was, her, there, there her, was no faking it with him. Her post, 
Woo. hit me so hard. Her, yeah, her yeah. thing on TikTok hit me so hard. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amy, Joe? Uh, yeah. Amy Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson's yeah. just yeah. because again, I know they were super close. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that one was hard. The way that this has affected the original Rangers, because I saw her, I saw Jason's from the original one, Austin St. John as well. Yeah, yeah. Austin, John. I saw Austin's. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, I keep waiting. I think Billy's gonna make a comment. I think he's waiting. I'm, that's think... the one that I'm, I'm waiting on too. He's yeah. gonna say yeah. something. Yeah. Um, I believe, but um, uh, you mentioned it, and I had to bring it up because the bat in the sun, Ryu. Versus Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, guys. Yeah, that one was a great one, right? That was probably, other than the Deadpool versus Boba Fett, was probably <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Just because I'm a huge Deadpool and Boba fan. I'm a fan of both. Yeah, yeah that Green Ranger Ryu video was uh, tremendous. They, they did a really You worked on that too, like Him just coming in and, you know, like doing his thing. Um, you know, it's... Uh, did you work he, on the Ryu one too, Eric, or...? Uh, I worked a little bit on it, but I wasn't there for all of it because um, I'm a freelancer and sometimes schedules don't always line up. So, right. Uh, yeah. But uh, he was the real deal. He was the real deal. It's can't say it enough. It, it's it's heartbreaking to see somebody that 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 was that just the 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 perfect example of a force of good a childhood hero for a lot of people to just for for that story to end in such a a heartbreaking way because Mm -hmm. anybody that loses their battle with depression um it rips me up because i i i know what it was like to be at that door Mm -hmm. and there are there are there are so many times when I was going through therapy and stuff like that, where I would just sit and ask that question, how was I able to move past it? And they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it, it, it gripped, it grew, it grabs me every time I think about it. But for those of you that are asking that question to yourself, I'm going to tell you this. We don't know what all the demons were. No. And mm-hmm. I, in so many times with these situations, one of the things that's so painfully clear is there does come a point where there isn't anything anybody can do and that's why there is there needs to be so much of an importance on the things that we do before it gets there sure so that we can bring that number down mm-hmm. um i was actually going to mention it and i'm about to put it i was just scrolling across the thing for the last few minutes of the show but um guys if you need help if you're struggling the new suicide prevention hotline number is just 988. They've shrunk it down, made it really easy. You can even SMS it now. Yep. Um, yeah, please so reach out. If you are struggling and you need help, please reach out to somebody. Yes. yes. Um, even, even I know specific counties all have their own. Please find someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw um, it was one of the many tribute things or like it was one of the images that were attached to one of the tributes to him but it was said something along the lines of like suicide that doesn't take the pain away it just transfers it to somebody else yes. you know, yep. yeah like, yeah you know we're all hurting from this one and you know so and that just goes to show you like how much pain he really was in 
if you know he if he couldn't handle that anymore you know so please reach out though um yes he's not the first person i've lost to suicide same yeah so uh i hope it's the last but you know um yeah. well eric i gotta say thank you again um you, for joining us and reminiscing thank you for having me um giving us some of your memories um <laughs> i want to when we find official release date for legends of the white dragon i want to have you back to talk oh about sure the movie. yeah i'd love to be back um and because i've i've been pumped about this for forever because yep, yep. and i haven't yeah, even mentioned yeah. all the past rangers that he brought back for it it's like four <laughs> there's, or five yeah there's rangers. quite a few in there actually you got uh jason font um you've got uh see serena vincent is in there i love her uh, Ciara hannah love her too is um, that is that his daughter that has a credit in it too yep is jenna is jenna? in it jenna frank yep she plays a role in it um yeah and you got uh dave ramsey uh as well he's wow. not necessarily power rangers related but you know it's still uh still cool to have him in there hey Ramsey, yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool though still cool cool. to have him in there yeah mm -hmm. yeah i guess him and jdf were friends and yeah you know, JDF really wanted to try to get him in the movie and we, we got him for a day and it's great that's a cool that's a cool little cameo that only like part really truly that's your christian cameo right there mm -hmm. like your hardcore christians are going to get that one Sure. Um, yeah. um, and that's kind of cool because not mm -hmm. many people would put uh, Dave Ramsey in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he uh, oh, yeah. he did a great job. I, I think he was perfect for the role. I think it was definitely an inspired choice, you know. But uh, it, I think he was great, and I can't well, wait for everyone to see it. You know, um, I'm gonna be bawling just like you guys are though. Whenever man. you see it, though, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough. It's watch, gonna be but... a tough watch now. It's really gonna be a tough watch knowing it's gonna be the last time we're gonna yeah. see him in a but I think, original I think role. It will. You'll smile at the end. I think it, it really, like I said, it'll be like a testament to his legacy because he really did work hard on it and gave it everything he had. So, I mean, already, are we already? Um, no, because he's he put so much into it just to get it made, like you said. Oh, yeah. Almost didn't get it to make it, and mm -hmm. so much just to get it made. And that's, yep. I start to petition right now that it needs a major motion picture release. Like it needs to be huge. Well, and I don't know how major it was going to be, but we that was sort of uh, negotiated while we were filming the movie. So we, excuse me, sorry. Um, I do know that there was plans for a theatrical release. I just don't know how many theaters. Um, and I may be speaking out of turn here. I, I know that they want to do a big announcement about this coming up soon, but there will be plenty of ways for people to see it. That much I do know. So cool, cool. Um, it's just I a am, of when that will be. I am not a movie theater guy. I don't like movie theaters. I prefer to, especially now in our age of streaming, where how fast things come to streaming. Like I, sure. I can wait and watch it. This I will go see in a theater the day it opens. And I, I, I imagine it will be a lot like, um, uh, I don't know, like a superhero movie or something where everyone's dressing up in cosplay. and I'm already thinking, okay, fun deal how can I make a White Ranger costume? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. And I Can't might even do his ninja costume from the movie. Because that okay. ninja 
the the gi he was wearing in the ninja move. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah, um, it's going to be an experience. I know that. But again, Eric. Um, thank you, my friend. I appreciate thank you. you. Um, thank you. Our uh, our hearts are with you, and um, I'm honestly a little jealous of you, man, that you got uh -huh. you knew him. Um, that you got yeah, I'm to very grateful to have had the opportunity to spend time to with him because I always wanted to go and to one of his comic book things and I just never had the chance. And mm -hmm. um, I, I, it's, it's, I regret that now that I uh will never get yeah. to go and shake his hand and tell him yeah. how much he meant to me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you would have loved to have heard that. I know that you've. He really loved hearing from the fans and he really he really cared well so. eric again thank you and again once we know an official release date for legend of the white dragon we want you let's back to talk about that yes. movie talk about thank all you. the yes, you back, building sir. of it and uh i wanted to really focus on jdf but i want to know some of the behind the scenes and the backstage and all that so well um, we'll tackle that in another episode then all right all well, right thank you, thank you my sir. friend all right. Have a great night. Take care. Love you. Guys. Love you, buddy. Love you. Oh. oh um. All right. So we talked about with Eric a little bit, but I didn't get favorite uh favorite uh JDF moment. Will uh favorite JDF moment was when he actually became the White Ranger. As much as I love the Dragon's Award, that moment to me was epic when he became the White Ranger. That was I agree. epic. I um, I agree. Yeah, that was just uh, epic to me. Um, I hated the Green Ranger so much. Like, and we were you were supposed to. Like you it was a, it was like the incarnation of evil. I just um, thought the Zord was cool. The Zord was awesome. Yeah, the, the Zord, Zord was the awesome. Green Ranger yeah. awesome. The Zord was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um but the Falcon Zord after the movie. That was cool. With the, his the little weight, the and the, and the and the little tiger that talked. Particularly uh, Saba, and particularly when the when wings folded in with the missiles shooting out. Oh man! Oh man! That so seven, we're gonna have Eric back um, once we get an official release date for Legend of the White Dragon to really talk about the movie. Okay. Um, but um, we were just talking about our favorite uh, JDF moment. Um, actually, my favorite JDF moment. Um, so I follow uh, his page on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I won a drawing one day and got a free shout out from JDF. Well, it was on my son's birthday. And I said, hey, I'm honestly, you know, I'm a big fan, but I'm getting my son into Power Rangers. And I could really, it would be great if, if he could do a shout out for him because it was around his birthday. It was actually, it was around his birthday. And so I, I, I responded back and then he sent me one to me. And he sent one for my son. Wow. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, That's... And, and, that and here's up, the thing. I, I, have, I have so much respect for JDF and what he does because the truth of the matter is is that, that the bar for how Rangers are judged is JDF. Yes. And, and there's no other way to put it. You know? Um, and it's, you know, especially for those of us that have been around since the Power Rangers came to the U.S. in the mid-90s, um, that standard won't ever go away. Mm -mm. Um, but it's also our job to not only advocate for mental health in his honor, but to support 
the Rangers as these projects move forward because that's exactly what he would want us to do. Yeah, it's, and I will say, if we don't, the the franchise that's meant so much to so many kids will die. Um, yeah. Because he, like I've said many times in this episode, he put the franchise on his back and he has honored it so well. I actually went and pulled up his wiki when we were talking to Eric because I wanted to know. So the man who's appeared in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Alpha's Musical Christmas, mm. Power Rangers Zeo. <laughs> I Rangers. forgot about that. Yeah, I did too. Um, Power Rangers Zeo. Yep. Power Rangers Wild Burst, Power yep. Rangers Turbo, Power yep. Rangers Dino Thunder, Super yep. Mega Force, yep. um, Hyper Force, mm-hmm. Super Ninja Steel, mm-hmm. and then the movies he did, the Rangers movie and the Turbo movie. He he was in almost every series, wasn't he? Almost. Uh, I, I, almost. I, I know it wasn't every one. I think it was almost. He wasn't in Town Force. Ten, I think there's been 10 iterations. I think he was in five. Yeah, he wasn't in Town Force. Okay. I, was, I, th- I thought, for some reason, I thought it was more than that, but I think, I've he watched in, so many of those. Because he wasn't in space. He wasn't, he wasn't in, in space, Galaxy. He wasn't, he wasn't in Galaxy yeah. or Time Force. He wasn't in Time Force. Mm-mm. He wasn't in Dino Thunder, whatever. The, yeah, the, 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 the second the, 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 yeah, one. The reiteration yeah. of Dino Thunder. Yeah. Um. So. And it, like I we, mean. Like we said, it's, he's played White Ranger, Zero Ranger, Red, Red Ranger, Turbo. And you got to remember, in Rangers, Red Ranger was the leader, always. That was the top guy. Even when Tommy was the White Ranger, it was it, that was the weirdest thing to me, was the dynamic between him and Jason. Because Jason show. was still considered the quote-unquote leader. Jason was still considered the quote-unquote leader. leader. yeah. But well, everybody saw Tommy as the leader. As a leader, yeah, fans. but it was Jason. I, I'm... I'm going to postulate something for you guys, and and, and this this is something that has just come to me, and I want to get your opinion on this. So, doesn't it? It feels like to me, like for the mid '90s, that White Ranger was almost like he wasn't the antihero that we think of today, like Deadpool, but there was definitely an antihero esque, almost oh, yeah. a little rogue to what he did with the White Ranger, and in, in that in, in that series, and I feel like that's why they were able to maintain the Red Ranger still the leader because Tommy can't be the leader. Tommy's going to do whatever the hell he wants. Right. Um, and that's true. I mean, you look at when, when JDF came in compared to all the other guy, all the other, he was a little more edgy. Everybody and, else, uh, St. John, everybody else was very clean cut. Very. Yeah. yeah. 90s. And, he, he was had that you little know, goatee and the spiky hair and the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the, the yeah. bad boy. And that's in that. And I think and he that, held that even when he became good, he still had that edge. Yep. He's he sold the anti hero aura without being super the anti hero like we think today with somebody yes. like Deadpool. Yes. And <clears throat> I think that he did it well because even if you look at, even if you look at, JDF in the modern time, it, it was, you know, he got into MMA. You know, he still had the rock gritty edge feel to everything that we saw of JDF, but it was just an edge. And let, let's it just, never went past that edge. Yeah. And let's just say it like JDF is the type of guy I bet, Will, you want to bet mm-hmm. me money 
that Vince made an offer at some point. Want to bet me money? How oh, could he no. not have? I, that's no. exactly my point. In the 90s, when he was so big, has all this martial arts experience, the Power Rangers are pretty much a TV version of pro wrestling anyway, to an extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, Ninja it's Turtles good guys versus Christ bad guys. It's like, um, he could have easily been an amazing wrestler. He could have easily been an amazing wrestler. Oh, yeah. And, um, I I always kind of wanted to see him in just do a guest spot at some point. I understand it wasn't I, his thing and wasn't his. I think if him and Punk could have worked something out eventually, we might have seen that's him what I was just about to somewhere. Say. That's and that's honestly like that's that that's really the thing that I would have loved to have seen because yeah. with how electric those two guys are as performers. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see uh, CM Punk get his ass kicked like that. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, for somebody who has bitched an awful lot about CM Punk, you're saying you don't want to see him get his ass kicked like JDF would certainly. <sighs> Oh, I him? don't bitch like you're thinking really? about this. Are, 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 are you going to go into politics with all the backtracking you're, you're doing you're right now? You're thinking about this man right here. I respect him, Jay. <laughs> I respect CM Punk. I don't like I don't like what he painted. I I mean, yeah, the recent stuff, I, yeah. I've yeah, I, I, that part I, I get. But like him before a, that. Uh, yeah, before all that, I respect him. I like him. Like it's it's this past, but not that this is the episode. I fully believe he will be back in AEW. At this yeah. point, they haven't done a con. They haven't bought out his contract. They're just and Kenny came out this week and said, "Let it die." I guarantee you, they're wanting to let it die and then bring him back next year and turn it into a storyline. Yep, but <laughs> but he um but but yeah, CM Punk will get just thoroughly thoroughly thrashed beat down thrashed. <laughs> Thrashed, real, real or pretend he's getting yeah. his ass kicked. He's getting his ass kicked. I'm <laughs> sorry, but it's, it's, oh. it's gonna happen. My daughter fell asleep and she's over here pooping. <laughs> but um, but the wrap this parents up, ass. <laughs> but to wrap this up, guys, we got about three and a half minutes left. Anything else you want to say I, about the greatness of JDF before we get out of here? I do have something I want to say about JDF, but I also did want to say, because we haven't done a show in two weeks, I also wanted to say, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Yes. Um, yeah, that one hurt, too. That was mm. another one that hurt. Um, uh, again, for people like me and Seven, that was a big part of our childhood. Um, I want candy. That song has been playing in my head for two weeks. Mm. Um what and, guy? Did, look, Aaron Carter is part of the reason why the whole bleached hair, frosted tips craze was so was so huge. Because yeah. this little thirteen year old boy that looked like he would he would have been Jeffrey Dahmer's next victim was a pop star, and they were trying to build a thirteen year old boy as a sex symbol for other thirteen year old, which we won't even get into the fucking weirdness of that. But and I tell you, I just hated him so much because he got Hillary Duff. Oh yeah, that's Hillary right. Duff when they were that's when, right. Yeah, and she, he was even on Lizzie McGuire a couple of times. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about I that. Yeah. yeah, that was my real, true first celebrity crush was Hillary Duff. I loved her. I still do. She's amazing. But um, she's a little cray cray now. But yeah, I mean, he's not as cray cray as some of the others. Look, 
I, 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 I still commend Amanda Bynes for just coming out and saying she wanted to get dicked down by Chris Brown. People thought she was hey, crazy. Hey. I thought she was just being honest. Hey, hey, hey. Come on now, y'all. This geek news now. This ain't... Sorry. 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 <laughs> Look, okay. How else would you explain what happened with Amanda Bynes? <laughs> Somebody answer that question to me, because hey. I, I look. I'm always willing to learn. So how <laughs> else do you describe the Amanda Bynes going crazy situation? There's nothing else you can say. But you can say. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, one of my favorite uh, celebrity crushes, real quick. You remember Lisa Turtle from Say About the Bell? Lord, 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 Lord uh, yeah, I love to. She 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 definitely cray cray now. But back then, yes, sir. Uh, um, Tatiana Lee. Oh, oh. Ooh, smoke show. Huh. Hey, 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 mine, hey, hey. mine was uh, in that era. Y'all are talking right there. Was Danielle Fishel? No, I mean, I mean, Topanga. 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 I'm about to say that. Topanga. 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 She's yes. still hot. She's still a baddie. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God. Yes. To, to, no, no. Okay, true story. So you remember Maxim magazine? Mm -hmm. I did not have like I wasn't one that like looked at those magazines, but I saw the episode, the issue that came out. Where she was, where to, Danielle Fischel did a spread for Maxim. Mm. I subscribed. I went back and I bought the issue with Hillary Duff on it. I bought the issue with Amanda Bynes on it. And I bought the issue with Ashley Green. Um, and did and not read another issue. Just those four. You. The ones that I collected ended up throwing them away. But those don't four don't blame still have them somewhere. Don't blame me one bit. Oh, Look, Ashley Green. Ashley Green was not appreciated for her talent. She. It was not her fault that the writing on Twilight was horrible. She portrayed yes. Alice perfectly. Yes. And I will die on that hill. And I don't understand how Kristen Bell can get roles after that movie, and Ashley Green can't. Kristen Stewart. Um, sorry, Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Kristen Stewart is exactly what the stereotype says on her. She's the same person in every movie. Every, even the Charlie's da Charlie's Angels movie. I was like, I feel That's like I'm true. watching Bella That's in true. Charlie's Angels. Adventure Adventureland. Yes. Yeah. Adventureland. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg did great in that movie. A fantastic flick on his resume that was ruined by her. Like the only movie that I did not hate her in that she actually did well and it seemed like she came out of her bubble bubble a little bit was the Runaways, mm. because I she did really well and I and I think Devan, Dakota Fanning helped that performance because she, she was amazing, but she actually, um, she did Kristen Stewart did really well as Joan Jett in that movie. It's if you haven't seen it, it is a great flick to watch. Well, guys, I know we got to end up wrap up. We're going over a little bit, but um I do want to say rest in peace, rest easy. And um we're gonna end. I've got a little tribute I want to run before we close out, Will. But um, Go ahead. um I'll just I'll run it and then do our close so we can like say our buys. Okay. But um Final call. To Take care of yourself. Yes. And this is the last call to the white, green, red, black ranger. And all our hearts go out to his friends and family and everybody that's hurting right now.
because I know this isn't easy for fans either. And it's showing a lot of us our, our mortality. And um, again, we've said it several times on this show, but I'm going to say it again. If you need help, the number is on the bottom, 988. Reach out to somebody. Shoot, message me. Message seven. Message Will. We will talk to you. I'd rather hear your story than read your than read your eulogy. Exactly. Hundred so, percent of the time. That's my final words, guys. Y'all got anything? You said it, man. You said it best. Well, then I'm gonna end it with this uh tribute to the man, the myth, and the we'll legend. See you guys again next week, right here. And then the next week, next week we're talking, we're finally gonna talk to Avengers. Which I'm yes. excited. Will, 10 years since the first Avengers movie came out. 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. So yep. we're going to be talking about that next week. Yep, yep. So um, here it is, guys. Again, thank you all uh, for joining us. And rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Take care, everyone. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Y'all have a great night. Um, Have a good one, everyone. Rest in power.